Welcome to Beware of the Leopard. My name is Mark Stedman, and if you've been a regular listener, then perhaps uh, the um, music coming in the way it has has clued you in to the fact that this isn't going to be a normal episode, and that's because this is part two of our Towel Day special. Uh, this is the playthrough that we did of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy text adventure game on Twitch uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, so where we left off is that Arthur left his house um, after much messing around uh, and met up with Ford. They went for a drink in the pub. Uh, Ford got Arthur to grab hold of his uh, electronic thumb and they were beamed aboard the Vogon ship. We spent a bunch of time trying to pick up a Babel fish and then a Vogon guard came and put us in poetry appreciation chairs in front of prosthetic Vogon jelts. So that is where we're going to pick up the action now. Uh, we uh, took a quick comfort break and then came back and I reset the game just a little bit so that we could try and find some way to pick up uh, this Babel fish. So uh, that is where we join the action now. I will be back uh, at the end of the episode to tell you more things. So um, without further ado, here's me from the past. So <clears throat> we're back. Um, I've done a bit of uh, reading ahead. And I've oh, taken a cheating. Um, I've taken us back to um, before the Vogons caught us uh, because we really need to get this Babelfish. So um, I've done one thing, uh, which is I've, I've taken the I've taken my dressing gown off, um, and then also in the game, and I have put the mail on the satchel. Okay, which is a thing that needs to happen apparently. So we've still got the problem with the panel because um, we're still going to have to find out what to do with that panel. But you put the mail on top of the satchel. Yeah. And the towel on the drain. Yeah. Have we have we put the towel on the drain? Yeah. Have we put the dressing gown on the hook? And the fox in the box. <laughs> can, can we just press the fucking bu- the, the button? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, you know what's going to happen? It's going to pick up the mail, isn't it? Ah. A single Babel fish shoots out of the slot. It sails across the room and hits the dressing gown. The fish slides down the sleeve of the guest like a Rube Goldberg device and falls to the floor, uh, landing on the towel. A split second later, a tiny cleaning robot whizzes across the floor, grabs the fish, and continues its breakneck pace uh, along the thing. The robot zips through the panel and is gone. Uh, So, that didn't do anything. What have we missed? Has anyone ever made a rude Goldberg machine? They're just like had dildos on it or something. There is um there is kind of like a cycle seat where if you cycle it, like a dildo comes up and down uh, through oh. the seat. And if cycling wasn't already bad enough on your ring piece, <laughs> I don't know. I can't ride a bike, but uh, is it? 
it's, it's quite. If you go on a long cycle ride without expecting it, you will not be able to sit down properly for a bit. Why the fuck would you go on a long cycle ride without expecting it? And how, if you're expecting it, would that help you? I mean, like, this? well, I, I, without sort of practicing, being aware. Well, if you're expecting it, you could use the special creams they have to sort of make your uh, bring piece more leathery. A single babel fish shoots out of the slot. It sails across the room and hits the dressing gown. The fish slides down the sleeve of the gown and falls to the floor, landing on the towel. A split second later, a tiny cleaning robot whizzes across the floor, grabs the fish. <sighs> Can we stamp on the hang fucking on, hang clean? On, hang on, hang on, hang on. The uh, robot ploughs into... Plough? Is that how you spell ploughs? Huh. Uh, it might be an something. American. P-L-O-W. Mr. Plough, that name again, that's Mr. Plough. That name again is Mr. Plough. The robot ploughs into the satchel, sending the Babelfish flying through the air in a graceful arc. A small, upper half of the room cleaning robot flies into the room, catches the Babelfish, which is all the flying junk it can find, and exits. Okay, so the little robot at the bottom hammers into the satchel. Have we got the mail there as well? Yeah. Right. So it didn't hit the mail. No, I'm just going to double check that the mail is still on the satchel. Put mail on satchel. I did. I did say that. Um. Oh, pick up mail. Put mail on satchel. Let's try it again then. I had done that before, but the mail must have fallen off. Uh, press <laughs> probably when I move the towel, which uh, when I move the satchel, which is um, pretty good physics for a text game. Uh, okay. The fish slides down the sleeve of the gown and falls to the floor, landing on the towel. A split second later, a tiny cleaning robot whizzes across the floor, grabs the fish, and continues its breakneck pace towards a tiny robot panel at the base of the wall. The robot ploughs yes! the satchel, sending the babel fish flying through the air in a graceful arc. Surrounded by a cloud of junk mail, another robot flies in and begins madly collecting the cluttered um, plume of mail. The babel fish continues its flight, landing with a loud squish. In your ear. Right, okay. I bet fucking... It, it, did Douglas Adams write this himself? Um, yeah, he had uh, he had help from a, a, a sort of adventure game guy and programmer, yeah. But yeah. I bet he was so fucking proud of that when he worked it. Oh my God, this angers me. I don't... Well, I, we cheated, right? Yeah, we... we Mark cheated, right? And there's three of us. Imagine trying to do this on your own in your uh, glowing basement, your mum's uh, parents' basement in uh, the Midwest. This well, is the why, sort. Of... That's why there is a, um, or there was at the time. It's probably probably doesn't exist now. Um, it was very common for games, certainly in the nineties, to have deliberately impenetrable parts to them. Um, where you had to have some specific combination of things, or it might even have been a uh, panel that you had to enter a certain combination code on. And the entire point of those bits in the games was to get you to buy the um, 
uh, manual that comes with it. I thought it was going to say it was the entire point that was to get um, lonely American geeks to talk to each other in some way. No, no, it's just to get lonely American geeks to get on their um, BBS uh, and order um, order the book. Um, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bit of that in here. <laughs> um, but I guess I guess lots of trial and error would would get you there. Um, and it's the eighties, so there wasn't anything to do. <laughs> yeah, there was a really bad episode of Only Fools and Horses, maybe. Mm-hmm. Couple of cha- a couple of challenge anikers, if you were lucky. Yeah, that's that's it. Going for gold. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So we've got the Babel fish uh, that's now in our ear. So I guess we can probably just wait until um, we get captured. Um, well, we should shouldn't we have a muck with the uh, the other case or the ve- um, vector plotter or whatever just while we're yeah. here? I think we're just waiting these out anyway. The atomic vector plotter has a small uh, receptacle and a long dangly bit. Uh, hey. bears, yeah, it bears a small label which reads "Another fine product of the uh, Serious Cybernetics Corporation." Um, so a small receptacle. And a large dangly bit. It's a, a small receptacle. There's nothing special about the small receptacle. Is there anything special about the long dangly bit? You well, see nothing long. special about the long dangly bit. <laughs> uh, what about the An cable? announcement is coming through the ship's intercom, which we can now understand. This is the captain. Uh, my instruments show me that we've picked up a couple of hitchhikers. I hate hitchhikers, and when my guards find you, I'll have you thrown off the ship. Um, who knows, maybe I'll read you some of my poetry first. Had we better save at this point? Yeah. Just like Jesus. He was, um, Jesus was always, uh, he made a save point. Oh, if, what if I get crucified? Don't worry. I'll come back to life uh, just before. I n- it never occurred to me that that was like a, yeah, a, a uh, an in-person save point, checkpoint. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, cool. So that's that. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, there's a key. There's a keyboard. Yeah, let's press the keyboard. Pushing the keyboard accomplishes nothing. Um, as 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 so often is true. Yeah, so often, right yeah is. Often, often the case. Uh, pressing the switch um, gives us the... Oh, oh, this is interesting. It gives us a recording, which we couldn't uh, understand before because it was in Vogon. To open the case, type in the third word from the second verse of the captain's current favourite poem. Warning, an incorrect input will cause the case to explode. Guards burst in and grab you. Oh, it's too late. It's too late. We're in the captain's quarters. <laughs> well, that's the only way we're going to go back. So that was the only way we we're going to read the find out what the poetry is anyway. So unless, I'm just remembering what it is. Yeah, unless we gonna, um, is it uh, is it third word implore? We don't know what it is yet. Well, uh, my my guess is it's the. Um, shall I compare thee to a? Um, oh no, it's not how it goes, is it? It's the um, you know, you know the one I mean, the one he reads to uh, oh, uh, to uh, Ford and Arthur, and I think the second verse starts. Group, I implore thee, my footing telling droves. Anyway, say it and try implore. Oh no, you don't get. I would think got. Yeah, it's oh. too late. Um, 
Uh, you know what? We, we actually could because I think I, I I tried a couple of commands that wasted time. So if I if I hit back, just you never know. Um, let's go back to f- yep yeah, five. Um, press switch. Uh, uh, so type implore. Is it E M P L O R E? Uh, no, it's I. I I implore. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't work anyway. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> it was worth a, worth a try. There's that noise again. Sorry, it's it's uh, it's a dog toy that's in my room. Oh. All right, so we're back in the captain's quarters. Um, uh, he is holding samples of his uh, favourite poetry. Examine samples. Examine poetry. You can't see it from here. Oh, okay. Listen. The Vogon poetry. The Vogon captain hasn't begun yet. Uh, if he's going to read us his poetry, uh, mutters Ford, uh, sweating profusely, just pray he softens us up with some cudgels first. Hello, hitchhikers, begins the Vogon captain. I've decided to read you a verse of my poetry. Uh, Time passes. Can, can we, he begins. He begins. Oh, right. Oh, oh freddled grump burgly, thy micturations uh, are to me as... And that's that's uh, wait, um, yes. As plurdled gabble blotch, it's on a lurgid bee. Group, I implore thee, my footing turling droves, uh, and hooptusly drangle me with crickly bindle wordles. Uh, it's quite fun to do that. Um, all right, let's uh, just go through all of this. And there was uh, actually a Vogan poetry slam uh, for Tal Day today in hmm. uh, in London. Oh, lovely! Has anyone got any um, any filmed evidence of that? Might be nice to have a look. I'm sure they'll be putting on. It may be going on right now as we speak because they're having a, a wow. big long. There's a pub somewhere apparently in Islington called the Owl and Hitchhiker, and they were having it oh, there. Oh, lovely! Yeah, that's 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 quite enjoyable. Um, so uh, you didn't seem to enjoy my poetry so, uh, at all. Guards tossed them out of the airlock. A uh, guard grabs you and Ford and drags you towards the hold. Ford whispers, don't worry, I'll think of something. Uh, We're now in the Vogon hold. This is a squalid room filled with grubby mattresses. Oh, right, are we back in... in Yeah, we could type that that word, dudes. Well... Hmm. The problem is, it wasn't implore. Um... Why not? So, Hang on, we'll have to... I, I tried it before. Um, but you spelled it wrong. Yeah, I tried spelling it right as well. <laughs> um, have you just tried typing it? Uh, I think it, because of context, that's why I, I said type implore. Um, but yeah, it, anytime you use a word that isn't in the book's dictionary... I don't think it matters in what context you use it. It just says, I don't know what that word is. Um, so. Let's go 
let's examine the. Um, um, So the captain's quarters, when the captain starts his poetry, enjoy the poem. Um, he will embark on a reading of the second verse. Ah! Uh, right. that, that was not that was still the first verse, right? We, yes, we did not enjoy the poem. That was the... the, uh, the um, that's brilliant. Did, did, <laughs> so we did you just appreciate... Did you Sorry, cheat Bob. again? Was that... Yeah, that was well, I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually went looking for the for the right word um so i was I, I i aimed to cheat harder than i did um but actually i've cheated <laughs> a little bit softer um so let's go back cheat harder. Um, let's just go back to where we were and uh let's wait and let's wait and let's wait and in uh so listen and uh oh wait hello hitchhikers enjoy Oh, the Vogon captain hasn't begun yet. Uh, all right, now he's begun. Uh, enjoy. Uh, enjoy poem. Good. Um, you realise that although the Vogon poetry is indeed astonishingly bad, worse, uh, worse things do happen at sea and, in fact, at school. Uh, with an effort... F- oh, God, sorry. My, my screen keeps messing me about. What accent was that? Um, sort of Irish. Sort of yeah. Irish. Yeah, some sort, some some sort of Irish. Um. Uh. So yes. Uh. And in fact, at school, with an effort for which, uh, heroics. Uh, oh, Hercules himself would have patted you on the back. You grit your teeth and enjoy the stuff. Uh. So let's keep on enjoying. It says, okay, let's not overdo it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've just said, listen, uh, and then it says, you have no choice. Why not relax and enjoy it? Um, (laughs) Enjoy it. Uh, It says, yeah, hey, let's not overdo it, okay? Um, So uh, here we go. You look like you enjoyed my poem, I think. Yes. Uh, I think I'll read the next verse also. Um, that was... <laughs> I said, okay, and it says that was just a rhetorical question. Uh, <laughs> so we wanted the third word, um, which is whim... 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 W-Y-M-G... W-I-M-B-G-U-N-T-S. W-I-M-B. Right, let's just note that down. Wimguns. Wimguns? Wimguns. 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 Uh, whilst moon grovenly corbits. Exactly. Hmm. Second word. Third was word. Was it the second? I thought it was the third word of the second verse. Uh, okay, th- th- third, th- third word or second verse, yeah. There's Wimbgen, Wimbgen. Yes, Wimguns, Wimguns. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> <mate>. <laughs> uh, 
Um, this is very passive aggressive, this game, because it tells me to do things and then I do them. It says, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, brilliant. Okay. So we're back in the hold. Um, so type whim guns. I really hope this was right. You use the word Wimgunts in a way that I don't understand. Oh, let's just type. Uh, so let's look at... I don't know how context-aware this is. Uh, oh, no, it's look at... Oh, no, it's um, flip switch. Flip switch. The recording plays. Oh, God. Flip switch. Recording plays. And then let's type Wimgunts. Uh... Oh, right. Okay. Um, I typed Wim Guntz and it says, ah, Ford continues trying to talk to the guard uh, or talk the guard into a sudden <laughs> career change. Uh, so let's examine uh, case. The glass case is closed. Attached to it is a keyboard and a switch. Open case. Uh, it won't budge. So type type. Oh, I've done the, I've done Wim Guns and it said ah. No, but you didn't type Wim Guns. I I did and it said I don't know. It said um, you've used the word Wim Guns in a way that I don't understand. It just wanted me to. T- it wanted me to type Wim Guns. We're in the type, airlock type now. Wimguns. Yeah. Um. Damn. Uh. Well, that's all right. I think because I don't I don't know if there's anything special about. That may have just been an added thing, but we'll we'll see. Uh, we did we did. I, I think the thing happened that was meant to happen because the the thing hasn't exploded. Uh, so the guard says, "Well, all things considered, I guess I like being a guard, especially the shouting. Resistance is useless." He throws you and forward <laughs> into the airlock and closes the door. Uh, the airlock has massive doors to port and starboard. Um. Hug Ford. Oh, that's... Oh. oh, my fucking God, right? I recently saw um, Toy Story 3. Mm. Have you Have you guys saw that? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, uh, surprisingly. Right. So um, there's this bit where they go through a whole bunch of things that happen, and basically they end up at the tip. Mm-hmm. And they're going towards the big incinerator at the bottom. And there's lots of heroic, like, tries and fails to escape the incinerator. And then there's this really fucking dark moment where they all kind of just accept that they're going to die. Yes. Like, like it's fucking Buzz Lightyear does it first. And he just holds the horse's hand and the, the horse looks at the... I don't know the the fucking dinosaur or whatever, whatever, and 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 they all just kind of okay. If we're gonna die, we're gonna die holding hands. Mm-hmm. And I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> had yeah. to leave, had to leave the room because fucking <laughs> animated toys were accepting death in a far better way than I've ever managed. <laughs> <laughs> um, that whole that whole film is is full of full of it, feels. 
I only saw that bit and then I got back and they'd been rescued in some way that I don't know how. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've yet to Google how do they get out of the incinerator. <laughs> but yeah, that moment where they accept death and hug each other was not what I expected from a Disney film. No. Especially in a room full of autistic kids that <laughs> may or may not understand what I was doing. <laughs> As I run out with tears streaming down my face. Yeah. I'm having um, human emotions. I mean, emotions. Uh, so what's what, so, what's what's happening now? Because th- this is really lagging for me. So I would yeah. Well, there, there's not much. There's not much for us to do. Um, you you're hugged, not lagging. It's not lagging for you. It's just nothing's happened. <laughs> so you hugged Ford. Yeah. Do, do we have yeah. to? Do, I don't so think do, we have to do anything. I think we, we just wait, and then we'll get sucked into space. Um, we don't but, watch it. We'll get sucked off. But hey. But aren't turns registered by ha- the amount of time that, that like, by actions? So yeah, don't we have, have to, to type something. Yeah, that's don't why we... I typed wait. Oh, um, have you typed wait? I took... Yeah, I've just, I just typed wait now, yeah. It literally, like, um, a few seconds ago, so, yeah. Okay, Ford, sorry. That's all right. Forward points to the outer door. In about, ten, uh, in about two minutes, it will open and will be jerked into the vacuum, oh, ejected into the vacuum of space. But don't panic, I'll think of something. Uh, don't panic. Have we read the? Yeah. Is would there be? If what if we read the guide about space? Yeah, th- this is the point where they read the guide, isn't it? Space, they say, is really big. The guide checks through its subethnic database and eventually comes up with the following: um, If you hyperventilate and then empty your lungs, you will. Uh, in, uh, you will last about 30 seconds in the vacuum of space. However, because space is so vastly, hugely, mind-bogglingly big, getting picked up by another ship within those 30 seconds is almost infinitely improbable. Ford is mumbling to himself. Listen, Ford? Uh, I just wanted to ask the guide on probability. And it says, scientists have long known how to predict finite amounts of uh, probability. So it's basically going to tell us about the um, infinite improbability drive and the, uh, yeah, there, there's the uh, atomic vector plotter. Um, all right, so listen to Ford. Oh, sorry, Ford produces a pencil and begins scribbling uh, equations on the wall. Uh you see nothing special about the war. Ford's eyes light up. Do you still have the uh, electronic sub-ether uh, auto-hitching? Oh, God. Uh, all right. At that moment, the airlock door opens, and you and Ford are blown out into space. Your elbow must have been... St- oh, interesting. Right, your elbow must have been struck... Um, I must have struck some key on the hitchhiker's guide because it begins droning on about um, droning on an entry. Uh, coincidentally enough, the entry on space, uh, which is the thing that we just... Okay, so we've just done that. Uh, precisely 29 seconds later, you and Ford are scooped up by a passing ship. Gasping for air, you pass out dark <laughs> is it dark so we're on the we're on the heart of gold and it's dark 
to start working in the same way. Well, the uh, first dart we had to find the light. The second dart we had to smell something. So, uh, yeah. You can see nothing, feel nothing, hear nothing, taste nothing, smell nothing, and are not entirely certain who you are. We wait. There's nothing you can taste, nothing you can see, nothing you can hear, nothing you can feel, nothing you can smell. You do not even know who you are. Uh... And you don't see anything, smell anything, feel anything, or taste anything. Uh, So, listen. Listen to darkness. You hear the deep and distant hum of a star drive coming from far above. There is no exit to port. There is an exit to port. What did you say? Sorry, John. I just said well done. Oh, thank you. Uh, following on from your lead. Um, so, look at exit. Oh, okay. Look to port. Okay. Look. Can we, can we, just, can we just yeah. go to port? No. <laughs> Smell nothing, taste nothing, see nothing, feel nothing. Um, there's nothing you can taste, nothing you can see, nothing you can feel, nothing you can smell. So let's try listening again. Same stuff. Um... Hmm. So so we just go to... Go to port? I've tried. Well, just port. Port? You can't go that way. Starboard? (laughs) Aft? Uh, I've tried aft, and it said... We were lying about the exit to port. You emerge from a small doorway. (laughs) (laughs) that's That's just mean. That is just fucking... That's... That's just fucking me. <laughs> there, uh, there's an entry bay for the heart... This is an entry bay for the Heart of Gold. I was just randomly saying uh, ship directions. Ship things, yeah. A corridor Rigging. Save, uh, save. Boom, coming yeah. over. I, I, sa- I saved about two moves ago, so we're good. Uh, there is a, a sales brochure here. This looks like that incredible new infinite improbability drive spaceship. Uh, the Heart of Gold, says Ford, with growing excitement. Announcement. Announcement. This is Eddie. This is Eddie, the shipboard computer. I was just uh, about to say do an Eddie voice. <laughs> <laughs> we have picked up two hitchhikers at an improbability factor of 2 to the power of 21,901 to 14 against. Power to... Well, not, not quite. I wonder if I get that right. 2 to the power of um, 21,914th to the... Anyway, um, so they've got the hitchhikers. So uh, <laughs> look at brochure. Um, uh, you see nothing special about the sales brochure. Come on, let's look for the bridge. You follow Ford and uh, eventually come to the bridge. This is the bridge of the Heart of Gold. A gangway leads down and steam comes uh, from an entrance to port probably starboard next to the control console is eddie the shipboard computer 
at the controls, um, apparently expecting you and Ford, are a man with more than the um, actual number of, uh, or usual number of heads. Uh, the name Zayford is stitched on his shirt and a dark-haired woman holding a handbag. Both seem somehow familiar. There is a molecular hyperware... Oh, a molecular hyperwave pincer here. We should probably get that. <laughs> well, we could say hi. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, so uh, I just tried some stuff. Anyway, right. Hey, Zayfard, how you doing, says Arthur. <laughs> uh, says Ford. He's cool. Not bad, Ford. Great to see you, replies Zayfard. He's cooler. You suddenly realise that the woman is Trisha McMillan. Call me Trillian when you were trying to pick me up at... Um, call me Trillian. When you were trying to pick me up at a party in Islington just a few weeks ago and that Zayfard is the guy she eventually left the party with. Odd. That was an oddly read sentence, but I probably missed something. Um, let's say, hello, Trillian. You use the word hello in a way that I don't understand. Uh, right. Um, Trillian says, hello. Like my spaceship, Ford, Zayfod asks. Your spaceship, says Ford, uh, losing his call for a second. Yeah, I stole it. Zayfod admits, I'm going to use it to find the uh, legendary lost planet of Magrathea. Let's go sit in the sauna while I explain. Zayfod, Ford and Trillian all head off to port. Do we go to the sauna? Do we go to the sauna? Do we go to the Sorry. After several hours, you come out a changed man. <laughs> so that was that was fun. Um, where is Marvin? Beats me, says the game. <laughs> Hmm. Eddie, the shipboard computer, looks at you expect. Okay, so anytime I say talk to, it doesn't. It's not helpful. Um, I want to get tea. Your common sense tells you that you can't do that. Um, look. Uh, should we look at? Or this must be yeah, something on the dashboard. Satchel, a handbag, and the um, molecular hyperwave pincer. So I think we need to look at that. It looks like every other molecular hyperwave pincer you've ever seen. <laughs> Marvin wanders off. Hang on. Marvin? Eh? Introduced to Marvin. Dear me. It's confusing. Follow Marvin. Ooh. Corridor. Uh, four end. This is one end of a short corridor that continues aft along the main deck of the Heart of Gold. Doorways lead to fore and port. In addition, a gangway leads upward. Marvin, the paranoid android, is here. Marvin wanders off. Shall we continue following him? 
Uh, yeah, which way is he going? He's just going off. Oh, dear. Wow. Yeah, we're, all, we're all going off. That's a, that one was, end of, of a short sim- corridor. Sorry, go on. That was the sympathetic yawn reflex that you just displayed. I think it was. It's a uh, really good indicator that you're not a sociopath. Yay! Do you have um, it? What? <laughs> Do you yawn? Uh, but do I yawn when other people yawn in the room? Yeah. Yeah, all the time. I love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> I like to eat your, hang on, let me check, human food. <laughs> um, oh, Marvin's um, gone to a room, he's gone to a private room. Let's open the door. <laughs> the door explains in a uh, haughty tone that the room is occupied by a super intelligent robot and that lesser beings, by which it means you, are, to, are not to be admitted. Um, show me some tiny example of your intelligence, it says, and maybe, just maybe, I might reconsider. Do we want to um, have an argument with the door or do we want to go elsewhere and have fun with someone else? It's, it seems like that's a challenge. It does, doesn't it? I have a digital watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, no, basically. Okay, that's no good. Um, tell, uh, I tell work it. for the BBC. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Tell it a joke. No. Um, then fuck the door. Let's go somewhere else. Uh, yeah. I want to kick the door. <laughs> I suppose, I suppose you, you think that since you have legs and I have not... You can get away uh, with that sort of thing. Well, the door yes. continues stiffly. Maybe you can, and maybe you can't. Oh. Kick it again. Kick it again. No, same thing every time. Um, okay. No, fuck, fuck, fuck the door. Um, mm. Oh, uh, yeah, no, so we've got to show some tiny uh, uh, show guide. The door says, big deal, anyone can have the Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, What have we got on us? Show screwdriver. The door yawns. Show toothbrush. The door says, "Big deal. Anyone can have a toothbrush." Hmm. Have we got anything else on us? Fluff. I don't think we've got the fluff. Have we not? No, it just says I can't use it here. Um. Okay, guys. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to go to bed. Yep. We are 
if if my maths is right, fifteen percent the way through. <laughs> if if it's out of four hundred and si- that's sixty, that's fifteen or twenty percent, right? Yeah. Right, and it's been. And <laughs> 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 um, are, you, are you saying we, we we're, we're beat? I'm saying that you guys can carry on, but I'm I'm out of here because I'm done. Yep. Okay. Flag it. That's fine. You go to bed. Uh, what do you want to do, Bounder? Um, let's get, give it. Well, I don't know. Either, let's give it ten minutes or something. But um, yeah, yeah. I don't think we're getting anywhere. No. <laughs> okay. I love you both. Goodbye. Goodbye, See, Daniel. friend. Speak to you soon. Right. Okay. Uh, well, well, the door's not going anywhere, so we could go yeah. somewhere else and have another look. I can't remember the ways we can go. Uh, so we've gone... Oh, we're at the Infinite Improbability Drive Chamber. Uh, it's supposed to be a terribly dangerous area of the ship. Are you sure you want to go uh, in there? Let's guess. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely sure? Yes. I can tell you don't want to really. You stride away with a spring in your step, wisely leaving the drive chamber safely behind you. Um, Telegrams arrive from well-wishers in all corners of the galaxy, congratulating you uh, (laughs) on your powers and wisdom, cheering you up immensely. Hmm. What? I've said, go out. He says, what? You're joking, of course. Can I ask you to reconsider? No. You're in the infinite improbability chamber. Nothing happens. There is nothing to see. (laughs) Look. I mean it. There's nothing to see here. Okay, okay. There are a few things to see here. This is the room that houses the uh, powerful uh, infinite improbability generator that drives the heart of gold. An exit lies four of here. Sitting in the corner is a spare portable improbability generator. There is an ionic diffusion rasp here. There is a pair of hypersonic uh, pliers here. I think we'll need those hypersonic pliers. And the portable improbability generator, probably. I do like the way it switched to uh, nautical um, directions as soon as we're on a ship. Yes, they don't. Please. They don't. Um, they don't make enough of that in space. The nautical no. nature. Star Trek is the only thing I can think of that, that does that a lot. Um, yes. So we've got the pliers and the generator, but we can't pick up the rasp because we've got too much stuff. Okay. I don't know what one is anyway. So. Uh, no. Uh, it's just, a, I think it's just a red herring. Uh, so let's go for corridor aft end. Corridor four end. Uh, there is a, uh, so we're back at the, uh, entry bay number two. Uh, there is a sales brochure here. You feel a depressing wave, uh, a depression, sorry. You feel a wave of depression sweep over you. And you turn to see that Marvin the robot has stalked miserably into the room. 
talk to Marvin wanders off. <laughs> Sorry, mm. God. Yeah, I, I was going to say, to, yeah, he was going to yeah. say talk to Marvin, but he's not going to work. So we're now four end. Um, I think, yeah, we could keep following Marvin, but let's let's just go. Uh, let's go back to where we were. Um, I don't think there's anything in the brochure. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do we get? To the, how do we get to the bridge? Should we read the sales brochure? Or have we not read it yet? It doesn't want me to. I've tried. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Uh, it keeps telling me that there's a sales brochure here, but every time I try to interact with it, it says, "Yeah, don't bother." Um, so let's go because we're in the entry bay. So let's go aft. Um, this is just a corridor. Uh, so a short corridor that continues. Um, so I think we probably want to go port. The galley area of the ship containing Ooh. a machine, which is the state of the art in, uh, yes, in nutritional technology. Yay! A serious cybernetic corporation, uh, Nutrimat. There is no exit. There is an exit to starboard. A, car- um, a carton labelled... Nutrition slash computer in, uh, Nutramat slash computer interface is sitting here. Look at carton is labelled. Yeah, Nutramat slash computer interface. It's closed. Opening the shipping carton reveals a strange gun. What? The gun has a large label, which which reads. Anti-bug bladder beast ray gun. It bears a small label which reads another fine product of the Serious Cybernetics Corporation. Um, I don't <laughs> think I'm going to be able to pick up the gun. Yeah. Um, but we should remember where it is. Yes. Yes. Uh, so that's good. Um, that could be useful. So we've got the uh, Neutromatic Drinks Dispenser. Um, look at new. Nutramat has a touch-sensitive pad, a dispensing slot, and a service panel, which is closed. It bears a small label, which reads another fine product. Zaphod Beeblebrox <laughs> walks in and presses the touch-sensitive pad. The Nutramat produces a huge, ice-cold, pan-galactic gargle blaster. Zaphod heads off towards the uh, sauna, sipping loudly. <laughs> Um, should we try touching the panel? I think we should. Hey, the got, Nutramat doesn't do anything. We've got 85 points, so we're doing well. Oh. The, um... Uh... Okay, uh... No, any time I say talk to, it doesn't... Hello, Nutramat. Hello to you, too. Um... Tea. Open panel? Okay. Did I try that? Opening the Nutramat. Oh no! Reveals a circuit board. Oh, <laughs> good grief! Circuit board is square, about 10 inches uh, on each side. It has a number of microchips, some printed circuitry, and a message printed in microscopic letters. There are also eight. Uh, dip switches marked, cholesterol register, MSG uh, specifier, thiamine stack, picanto mat, 
flavor dump, vitamin interp- uh, interrupts, nose sequencer, and bouquet uh, arbitration bus. Nice. <laughs> nice. You feel a rave. Oh, uh, Marvin's entered the room. Uh, ooh, can we ask Marvin to make tea? I think you ought to know I'm feeling very depressed. Marvin wonders off. Mm. <clears throat> right, let's flip some dip switches. Oh. Uh, I asked the Nutramat for tea, uh, and it made an, uh, an instant but highly detailed examination of my taste buds, a spectroscopic analysis of my uh, metabolism, and sent tiny experimental signals down my neural pathways to see what I like. A cupful of advanced tea substitute appears in the dispensing slot. And on that anticlimactic bombshell, uh, we're going to leave it for uh, another week. That is all we've got to, by the way. That's all we managed to do. It's a really, really hard game. And as you can probably hear, we started getting a bit tired. Um, so <laughs> it'd been a long evening, um, but we, we definitely want to keep on doing that. So uh, stay tuned and we'll see when we can book some more time in to do that. Um, so a bit of housekeeping then. Uh, normal episode next week. We'll be back with a full episode. That's episode 41. After that, we'll have a little bonus episode uh, while we prepare for the episode that comes after that, which is our live show, uh, which will be recorded at the Birmingham Podcast Festival, which is happening on the 7th and the 8th of July at the Custard Factory in Birmingham. This is 2018 at the time of recording. Um, We'd love you to come along. We really would, because we think it's going to be loads of fun. We've got some really, really good plans. We actually have plans for what we're going to do for the show, uh, and it's going to be ace. So um, if you can, come along. If you can't, then... um, Help help spread the word. That'll be really good because as um, as many bums on seats as we can get will be amazing. Uh, links and tickets and everything else. Oh my, are at brumpodfest.com. Uh, and also on the bill uh, is uh, sort of friends of the network, if you like. Uh, Geeky Brummy, Swinging Through Spider-Man, uh, Stories to Tell in the Middle of the Night, Cat's Cabinet of Curiosity, Soda Jerker, and lots more. And I don't mean just like one more show. We've got a, a really nice full lineup. Um, so we would love to see you there. Brumpodfest.com. So we will do our live show there on the Sunday night. That will go out on the feed on Thursday if you can't make it um and then after that we're going to take a little break and then we will be back as soon as possible but uh yes we're going to have a little break but not for a few weeks yet so uh there you go there's a look at what's coming ahead on beware of the leopard <laughs> uh, thank you very very much for listening um you can find everything show related at btlpodcast.com we will see you next week so until then share and enjoy This podcast is produced by Podient. To find out more, visit podientproductions.com.